0: Alright, so don't know what the lighting looks like, don't know what the setup looks like, don't know what angle this is going to be like. But we will just get started. So welcome to Weekly Endeavors Part Three. Um, I only have a couple of things that I want to touch on this week because I was actually in Krakow for the weekend, which is very good. Also, I've come across a couple of documents that I think would be really handy um, for everyone just as resources. Uh, so I will link them in next weekly Endeavour because I actually need to read them before I show you anything. Otherwise, that's totally pointless. Okay, so the first thing was, I'm going to try and go through these as quick as possible. The first thing is that a very good friend of mine has started a group in um, Bristol, and he wanted to understand... um, He gave me a little bit of feedback for Endeavour, saying that a lot of the things that I'm talking on are very industry-focused and very... Um, top-down, and I agree with him but quite a lot of them are, Um, the way that I see things is, as a creative, you should take the information of the environment that you're in and the platforms that you're on and understand that these are environments of which you can play and work in so you can maintain your creativity um, through these routes. So he's starting a new group in in Bristol, and he's done the first step of starting a new group, and I should do a bespoke video on that, where what he's doing is building... um, building his audience from asking his friends and his family, and then um, and his close circles, and his colleagues, and anyone that he has a, immediate reach to. So the second step I said to him was that in order to expand outside of his circle, he needs to reach the people that don't know his values or what he's like or what his music is. And one of the easiest ways that we know is to play more gigs so that people can hear you. The audiences from the people that you're playing with merge together with yours, and then you can introduce yourself to new bands and new music. But this idea of cross-pollinating audiences, I think we can do a little bit more creatively and we don't just have to play relentless amounts of gigs in order to do it. I would say a better way of doing this is to to make friends um, with brands and entities. One example is, let's say that you're a group and you're playing a lot of pub gigs. Speak directly to a brand of beer that you really like and say, I would like to represent you when we play around. Um, Is there anything that we can can have? Is that free t-shirts? Is that free beer? and any way that we can return that sponsorship and get some access on your socials, for example. So you're not looking for money, you're not landing all this big cash, but what you're doing is you're getting audiences and you're mixing them together. Um, And it doesn't have to be big, you can even do it for local venues. So for example, you can speak to a little local venue and you play there once a month as like a little house band. Um, and every time you go away and play elsewhere, you can always point it back to that venue. That's one example of creative sponsorships or partnerships. And the way that I see this, and this is the main point of all, it's a little bit like making friends. When you make friends, you find something that you have in common and you talk about it. <laughs> that's, that's it. Um, and it's just like sponsorships. You find out something that you have in common and then you just discuss it. You discuss it in the ventures that you have. So the second thing that I'm going to be covering is this article I've seen on... Uh, on Forbes which there's many articles on it is Caffeine TV so at the sidelines of a sports game looks like Drake's manager and a venture capitalist decided to get talking and make friends and they decided to collaborate that art together and what they've done is created a streaming service it isn't just for video games such as Twitch for streaming video games primarily there's a lot of other things in there like the just chatting section YouTube gaming which as it says on the tin even though the YouTube as a platform has lots of huge range of different assets uh Netflix, which is TV series or films, and very much orientated towards that level of content. What the Caffeine TV is trying to do is to create one platform that has as much of this varied content as possible, starting and including with a series by Drake of hip-hop rap battles, I believe. What I think is really important about this discussion is that Drake, back in in March 2018, he streamed playing Fortnite, perhaps with Ninja or not, I can't remember this is a particular time, but with Travis Scott. And they broke the Twitch streaming record for the amount of people watching a stream, just because it was those two doing it. Now, the way that I see gaming and music in this context is the fact that the gaming industry is almost like a taboo from the early ages, uh, where your mum's saying you can't play, spend too long playing video games. Um, but then yet yeah, there's so much attention towards it and also there's a huge community, it's very much um, a very accessible group of people that you play games with. However, music is very much inaccessible and the scarcity and the deity-like presence of a celebrity is almost what makes it endearing. When people were enjoying Fortnite and it had a huge amount of trajectory already. From the fact that it had a narrative and it was free to play and it fit with all the models it almost required a golden key and that's what i feel drake gave fortnite it was able to give permission to the gamers that were originally reluctant to play fortnite and say i'm granting you permission from the music industry an inaccessible scarce series of um, collection of values i'm giving you the golden key to say it's okay to play fortnite and after then i think that Traction snowballed, really, really snowballed. That to me, I think, was the game changer. Drake already has a. Oh, let's have a look. Oh, there we go. Okay, I found it. Um, <laughs> good prep work, Kenny. Nailed it. Drake now owns an esports brand called 100 Thieves. Um, he also is now involved with Caffeine TV, but he stayed true to his values by hosting a music related event doesn't mean he's not proving his traction into the industry. If Caffeine TV can provide competition to Twitch and also provide high-end quality of which that can match YouTube and Netflix, where a lot of people are spreading out their memberships, different services, such as Netflix, such as Amazon Prime, Um, Twitch Premium Membership, YouTube Premium. I think that they might end up defaulting, especially if it's where popular culture is, to go to Caffeine TV. And I think that this is a very important time to be watching moves like this. I'm sure that there's ways to get involved with Caffeine TV while it's early, but I think that it's one to watch. Uh, So that's everything for me in this week. Um, I wanted to make this particularly short. I hope it is. (laughs) Feel free to follow on LinkedIn, where I post most of the articles, Facebook, I do some bits, Twitter, Instagram. If you've got any questions, feel free to reach out to me at the website as well. Um, Apart from that, thanks for the feedback. Um, So I hope this is of value to you guys. And thanks for watching. Hello, it's Kenny here. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can find more info to help with your own creative endeavors on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and YouTube. Just at Endeavor XVI for more info. All messages welcome and thanks for listening.